Let's talk about winter. Yes, it's getting cold, perhaps, where you are. And, you know, you if you go outside, it's very, very cold. You come inside. In most areas, it's very, very warm because the heat is jacked up. Now, here, where I am right now, it's still 11 degrees uh, because I'm in the studio with Glenn Beck, and he That's keeps right. it freezing. That's right. However, Tommy John works no matter where you are. Tommy John loungewear is fantastic. I love it. You know, I was talking to Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, and he's like, you know, I just go home now. It's just Tommy John loungewear. I don't even try. He's like, I just go home and I just put the Tommy John loungewear on and I just relax because I, why keep, why keep dressed in your work clothes? Just go home and put on the Tommy John. It's so comfortable. No matter what you're, you know, whether it's the loungewear, uh, they've got sleepwear. They've your got. Your wives are so lucky. Oh, believe me. They, <laughs> look, this is why you lock them into lifetime contracts. Exactly right. right. They can't just leave you over. Exactly. No, but the Tommy John stuff is really good. It's good looking and it's super comfortable. They also have the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee this year. Find the new you. It's the new comfortable you by checking out Tommy John's loungewear right now. 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash Beck. TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Get 20% off right now. TommyJohn.com slash Beck. See site for details. And of course, that site is TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I've got two words for you. Jim Jordan is coming up next. Sorry, I was just... I, no, I was Way just, more than two No, words. I just got that from Joe Biden. Oh, I just okay. thought I would use his math. Anyway, uh, I want you to picture in your uh, mind's eye the perfect real estate experience. Do you have it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you walk into the house, you shake hands. You know, then you get a confused deer in the headlights look from... That's the way it usually happens. Uh, and you just, I mean, it is a nightmare from start to finish. At least mine have always been. This is why I started realestateagentsitrust.com. I started doing some work with what the Wall Street Journal uh, categorized as the 500 best uh, real estate agents in the country. And I learned a lot from them and realized, oh, there's a reason you're one of the best in the country. We figured that out and found a way to look for those best practices in real estate agents all across the country. We have a waiting list of about 10,000 real estate agents that want to be on our recommend list. We don't just take anybody. Um, we the, the, They're standing in line and they'll probably be in line for quite some time. We want the best of the best with the business practices that we're looking for that will leave you in the best state when you leave and walking away going, that was great. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Find the right one for you. This is a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Welcome, Jim Jordan. How are you, sir? 
Glenn, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm really good. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm, uh, I'm glad the Freedom Caucus stood up and we got some things. And I, yep. I understand that you are the head of the committee and you actually have some teeth to look into some of the things that are going on. Well, we want to, and I always always frame it like the, the reason we want to is because of what we've seen. Uh, you know, you you saw the uh, Department of Justice treat parents as terrorists, and you know, for simply for simply going to a school board meeting, speaking up for their son or daughter. You saw the the, the FBI pay Twitter, you know, three million dollars to censor conservatives, and you saw the Department of Homeland Security attempt to set up this disinformation governance board as if as if some some government agency can tell us what can be said and what can't be said. So, that that's the that's the the background of why we think this committee is important. And then you just step back and say, from a common sense standpoint, the American people have seen the double standard. So uh, we created this committee. We've had dozens, even before the creation of the committee, dozens of FBI agents come talk to us about how political the Justice Department has become. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk to those individuals. I think many of them are gonna be willing to hopefully uh, take a deposition and 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 hopefully some of them come forward and tell their story in a in a public hearing. But we're going to get running as quick as we can. We got to get the, the, the folks on our committee and, and, and get rolling there. But um, that's that's our task, and that's what we want to do because I think it's again. I said this yesterday on the floor when when we're debating this this resolution that um, it's really in the end about the First Amendment. And if you stop and think, and you you've been, I know you know this, and you've been talking to your listeners about this, but what we've seen over the last couple of years, every right we enjoy as American citizens under the First Amendment has been attacked. Your right to practice your faith, your right to assemble, your right to petition, freedom of press, freedom of speech, every single one. And the most important of those rights is your right to talk. Because if you can't talk, you can't practice your faith. You can't share your faith. You can't go petition your member of Congress to redress your grievances. You can't assemble. And, I mean, it's, it's fundamental, and that's what the left has went after. And they've, they've again, weaponized government to do it. Um, it's got to stop. And so the first step in, in, in stopping it is to expose it, get all the facts on the table, and then go from there. And that's what, we, that's what we, we're going to try to do. So, um, you know, the January 6th committee was such a joke. It, it didn't have anybody. There was no balance to it at all. Can you yep. find honest Democrats to also join this to be a part of this committee so it has some great question. credibility? Yeah, no, that's a great question. That's a that's a great question. The Democrats said they're going to participate. I said this on the House floor. I said, you guys used to care about the First Amendment. I had hoped this could be a bipartisan because they, they started off right away yesterday. Uh, 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 former Demo- uh, former chair of the district committee, Jerry Nadler, said this is this is totally political. We're going to fight it tooth and nail. And I'm like, why? Why would you fight it tooth and nail? It's about stopping government from infringing on Americans First Amendment liberties. Why would you do that? Democrats used to support the idea that yep. think about it. You, you had you had a journalist. Uh, you had the, the the White House tell Facebook to suppress a journalist uh, his his post and his tweets. I mean, what? So they used to agree with the left. Used to embrace the First Amendment, the Constitution. But um, so I I think that's a critical question. I hope as we go through this, we can get buy in from them. But it seems to me they're so obsessed with going after Trump and going after anyone who, who is conservative and, and, and who, who believes in America first. Um, but we'll have to see. I hope we can get there. Okay, so can we just go through a few things? Um, the Biden laptop and even Biden's top secret documents now, if they are related to any of the dealings, 
are you going to have a committee that is looking into the laptop yeah. and the FBI's role in that and and whether or not the president is selling access? Yeah, that alarm. I mean, there's 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 a number of committees with jurisdiction there. You know, Intel Committee, Oversight Committee, Judiciary Committee. I think primarily the Hunter Biden laptop uh, investigation will be run out of uh, of the Oversight and Reform Committee run by uh, Chairman uh, Jamie Comer from Kentucky. Uh, they're going to look, I think, really focus in on these suspicious activity reports. A number of reports from the Treasury that talk about suspicious banking activity, which will get to the heart of your question there about, you know, what kind of influence may exist on 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 the, on the White House and on the president. So that'll be run out of uh, of Mr. Comer's committee to the extent that what we can look at in, in our committee judiciary is why did the why did the uh, the, the FBI uh, what well, you know, the actions they took or didn't take this whole suppression Correct. of that story just days before the, the, the 2020 presidential election. So we'll, we'll be able to look at some of that, but primarily it's going to be run out of oversight. OK, um, anything just, you know, before I go back to the other scandals, the newest scandal, any thoughts on the documents that were found in a basement uh, uh, from uh, Joe well, Biden? Why Why were they? Why did they self-report and they knew in November, so why didn't they do it before the election? What's going on yeah, there? Yeah, they knew, they knew about it a week before, but we didn't. The people didn't, even right. though, of course, 91 days before they raided President Trump's home. And Correct. everyone knows about that and wall-to-wall coverage. So I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure. But remember, he hasn't been vice president for six years. So was this stuff there for that whole time? Mm. Uh, and then why was it lawyers who discovered it? You're moving. You know, you're moving. Is why was it Biden's lawyers who were there packing boxes? I mean, when I move, I'm sure many of your listeners are the same way. It's I, I call my brother, your brother-in-laws, and you get to pick up truck and you you move. But no, no, this was lawyers in there packing boxes. So I think there's all kinds of questions, all kinds of questions we have. And of course, there's a sort of the fundamental thing that 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 jumps out at, at, at Americans, and that's the double standard. One again, one set of rules for for uh, Hillary Clinton when she was dealing in classified information, a different set for President Trump, one set of rules for Joe Biden, a different set for President Trump. I think, I think that's one of the, the takeaways that, that the American people have as well. So I think all those are important questions. And remember, ultimately, President Trump has said he declassified it, which the Supreme Court's been clear. The president of the United States, head of the executive branch, is, is the, he's, the, he's the one who determines whether something's classified or not. Now, there's an executive order that gives some of that, I think, to the to the vice president as well. But it, it, again, this 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 double standard, I think, is is uh, something that I think just jumps out of people. Um, let me go to uh, Fauci and covid. Are you only going to be covering the part of covid where the FBI is paying to silence people? And is anybody going to go yeah. after and look into where did the was this a lab leak in Wuhan and who was involved? Yeah, there, there will be right in the way you described it. Those exactly how to play out. We'll look at we'll look at you know where where um, the government influencing big tech uh, things we've seen there. And um, that's on your then, committee. That'd be, that'd be a judiciary focus, and then of course on oversight, it will be uh, more of, of determining where the origins are. And and frankly, now we have this select committee on China, which is broad too. But I think they'll get into some of this also. But you're exactly right. The, the, the number of things they told us, 
on the virus that turned out to be. They, they, they told us that that, you know, first Biden told us he had a plan to deal with this. Obviously, he didn't. He told us he would never impose a vaccine mandate, which he did so much. So the, the Supreme Court had to tell him that it was unconstitutional in the private sector. And finally, we got got rid of it in the military as well. We need to give those guys back pay and let them reenlist if they want. Um, they, they told us that that the vaccine couldn't get it. Well, that sure turned out to be wrong. They said the vaccinated couldn't transmit it. I mean, they said it, it, they said it, it wasn't gain-of-function research. It wasn't our tax money. It didn't come from a lab. All that is proven. That, I mean, we don't know for sure if it came from a lab, but it sure looks like it did. Sure. And they knew, by the way, Glenn, on, on January 31st, 2020, they knew. Dr. Fauci got an email from Dr. Christian Anderson, one of these virologists who he's been handing out our tax money to for years. The email says, virus looks engineered. Virus is not consistent with evolutionary theory. That is a fancy way of saying this thing came from a lab. So yep. Fauci knew from the get-go. They organized a conference call the next day, get all these virologists on the conference call, get their story straight. And then four days later, the same guys that said it came from a lab, uh, it would be, another, another uh, one of these virologists in an email said it would be easy to do this in a lab. They all changed their story and said, no, 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 you're a crazy conspiracy theorist if you think it came from a lab. They covered their backside. And it is so obvious to me when you look at the documents, that needs to be highlighted and, and, and shown to the American people so that we have, without a doubt, uh, evidence that shows what these guys did to, uh, to us and the, and, and the false narrative they sold us. So what can these committees do if you find wrongdoing? What can you actually yeah. do? Yeah, you can do, you know, if you think there's criminal wrongdoing, obviously you can do a referral in the end of those decisions oh, on prosecution or um, under our great system are left to the executive branch. And so that would be a Justice Department decision. Right. Or you can also propose legislative changes. Um, so, you, you know, I, I don't on, on the issue of the of, of government being weaponized against we the people. I mean, are, are, there, are there some some legislative things we need to do? We have some ideas, but we want to go through the investigation and see if those ideas make sense. But we can propose legislative uh, uh, changes, changes to the law, and then we can try to enact those, which is what a legislative branch does. So I think that's something we'll point to as we go uh, as we go through this investigation. I, I will tell you that, you know, the more you learn about the Church Commission, the more you realize nothing changed. They were doing yeah. all of the same things that they're doing now. Now, maybe it changed for yep. a little while, but w- why Why didn't that continue? What did we lose along the way? Just vigilance? Yeah, and I, I think uh, just sometimes it comes down to the basics, just the size of government. I mean, holy cow, government just keeps growing. And remember, the left, the left actually, they, they love big government. Um, and today's left, it's, it's kind of scary to me, but today's left, there was a survey done back in September before the election um, where it, it said more than half, I think it was 55 percent of Democrats, do not believe America is the greatest country in history, not the greatest country in the world. I mean, I mean so think about one, more than half of one of the two major political parties doesn't believe what you and I believe, what all your listeners believe, what, what so much that, that America, while not perfect, it's the greatest country ever. So when they start from that perspective and they, and they put all their faith in government, government keeps growing. I mean, the left, so many of the left actually think it's, it, they should censor Glenn Beck and Jim Jordan and people who uh, are MAGA and, or, or, or people who are conservative because they think we're dangerous. And in fact, if you don't believe it, you don't believe that's what they think. Joe Biden said it in front of Independence Hall when he called us all racist and fascist. So that, that's where it's, that, that's a, so that's why we have to, I think, uh, through, through get the facts out there, talk about it in a way that's compelling. And, and frankly, 
part of the big problem, I think, too, is, is there's got to be reform in education. I said this in an interview not too long ago, that don't vote for anybody who's not for school choice. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Vote for, they got to be for empowering moms and dads because, you know, this idea that Democrats believe that government is smarter than, than parents when it comes to a kid's education is just crazy. At least moms and dads know the kid's name. People in government don't, for goodness right. sake. So empower parents. But, you, uh, is, you know, none of this is really going to change. I mean, you just said it. You know, the problem is it's just the government keeps growing. None of this is going to change until you get rid of the administrative state. I mean, yep. you know, yep. you, you have uh, you have Richard Trumpka, the guy who was, you know, heading the unions there for a while. He's actually the one running the Consumer Protection Agency, and he is now recommending uh, that we get rid of all gas stoves and gas heaters. And Hochul today in New York uh, just introduced a bill, legislation, to actually get rid of all natural gas hookups in all new homes. This is insanity. Yeah, it's complete craziness. Uh, you, you said it right. The, 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 and this drives me crazy. The people who never have put their name on a ballot, who think they run the country, that is the problem. Like They're not accountable to the, the, the way the founders set this thing up. It's supposed to be the folks who get elected who make decisions. And then you can throw us out if you don't like the decision. That's a healthy thing. And they really wanted the House of Representatives to be that body closer to the people. That's why every two years you get a chance to throw us all out of office. That is healthy. That is good. That is good for democracy. It's good for freedom. But what, unfortunately, what's happened is as government has grown so much, it's these unelected folks who seem to run everything. And you're, you're, we're, we're constantly chasing around trying to st- stop them from doing certain things. They're not supposed to be making the decisions anyway. And that's, some, that's a right. fundamental issue that we, we've got to address. And I think, I think Fauci brought it to the forefront. Um, and so I'm hopeful we can, we can really push back on it and begin to make some positive change. All right, back in just a minute, more with uh, Jim Jordan. Uh, first, let me take one minute to tell, tell you about my pillow. Mike Lindell will help you get a great night's sleep. He has a new deal on the Giza Dream Sheets now. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza cotton. They're ultra soft, they're breathable, and extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets are at the lowest price ever. These sheets are coming in as low as $29.98 if you use the promo code BECK. 30 bucks for the softest sheets, honestly, that I've ever slept on. They are fantastic. The Giza Dream Sheets come in multiple colors, styles, sizes. Now is the time to upgrade your bedding and enhance your sleep. $29.98 for these sheets. It's unbelievable. Use the promo code BECK. MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square and check out the sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. And you'll also see other deals on other MyPillow products uh, all around for a very short time. Enter the promo code BECK, 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117. Limited time special on the Giza Dream Sheets at MyPillow.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So we're talking to uh, Jim Jordan, who is going to be looking into the weaponization of uh, our government against average everyday Americans. There's a couple of things here um, that I, I want to address specifically. January 6th, is that going to yeah. fall under your purview as well? Certainly. Um, some of the whistleblowers have come and talked to us about um, 
what's going on with uh, that issue. I, I can't really get into some of the details, okay. but yes, that, that, that'll be something uh, that we can, if, uh, we can look at. If somebody hasn't put on your radar, uh, the, what was it, uh, the captain of the scaffold or scaffold yeah. captain? Yeah. No, 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 not Ray Epps. Epps is at the bottom of the Capitol. Yeah, no, I know, yeah. I know, I know. Here, yeah, the guy on the Ray top that the they guy, have a full yeah, picture of it. And, ah, they can't find him anywhere. It's weird. In fact, nobody's looking. Um, it, thank you for that, um, Mayorkas. Well, and then also just the bomb, the, the bombs that were placed in front of the. Uh, thank the, you. The Democrat, you know that, that's that's. I mean, you, you've everyone's seen. I mean, everyone in the country, I think, has seen the videotape of this individual, and it's like um, while he's you know, making a phone call. You can't triangulate. Yeah. What? Yeah, I just yeah, it 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 it's, it's, it's yeah. I don't know. Something that just raises concerns. I think in yeah, people, so. yeah. Um, yesterday, uh, the House recommended impeachment for uh, Mayorkas for everything that's going on in the border. Is anything going to come of that? Well, one of the things to focus on in the full committee is uh, I think probably our first big hearing will be on, on this border situation because we all know it's intentional. There's like anyone with common sense, anyone just oh, yeah. logic and reason can step back and say, you guys have in a premeditated, deliberate fashion done this to the country, and now in the last week you've suddenly switched and say, why won't Republicans help us fix the border? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You controlled all of government for two years. You deliberately did what you did. Today they're getting ready to allow more people to come in under some blanket order like they've, like they've done from, with, with immigrants from Venezuela a few months back. So it, it, it's, it's, it's intentional and failure to enforce the law. So he certainly warrants impeachment. Um, we'll have to see how that plays out. But we're going to focus on this issue, too, highlighting just how, you know, I think the country gets it, at yeah. least people who are in the conservative uh, mm-hmm. uh, world get it. But when you got when you got what, what we've seen on the on the border and um, we will talk, I think, to landowners, we'll talk to the Democrat mayors now are coming forward and saying mm-hmm. this is crazy what the Biden administration has done. So, so I think we're going to try to focus in on those as well. But if you recommend if it goes to committee and then you recommend and introduce articles, articles of impeachment, it then will have to go to the Senate. But it does have to be accepted and tried in the Senate if the House recommends. If the House, if the majority of the House would would support the articles and pass those, and of course you have you would have an investigation here, um, you would go through it, and then you would you would pass it, and then go to the Senate, and then there's a trial. Uh, that'd be great, Jim. Thank you for sincerely. Thank you for being one of the guys who we can count on to actually ask the tough questions. And please, I pray for you, and I know the audience prays for you. Ask Thank the you. toughest questions that you can. Please get to the bottom right. of this. Thank you so much. Right. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks for all you do. Take care. You bet. Congressman from Ohio, Jim Jordan, on the uh, Weaponization of Government Committee, which is now being formed and, uh, and empowered and about to take off. Pray for all of those on the committee and pray that some decent Democrats join. All right, it's time for Jenny Sell's New Year's Clearance Event, which means it's time for savings for a limited time. We'll save over 70% off Jenny Sell's most popular package and take off all, you know, really take off a, a bunch of money and take care of all your skin care needs. This is the best in skin care with Jenny Cell. You can turn back the clock with Jenny Cell skin care and look 5, 10, or even 15 years younger. You can watch the fine lines, forehead wrinkles, sagging jawline, Dark marks, skin redness, and even those under eye bags and puffiness disappear right before your eyes. 
Jetty Cell works for women and men. It's safe for all skin types and perfect for skin of any age. And with its immediate effects, Jenny Cell promises results that will make you smile guaranteed or you get 100% of your money back. So there's no risk here. Right now, you can get their customer's favorite. It's a d- deep firming vitamin C serum, absolutely free in every most popular package. Check it out. It's a New Year's clearance event with GenuCell, genucell.com slash Beck. If you go there, enter the code Beck at checkout. You'll get extra savings. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free shipping for the new year as well. So don't wait. Go to genucell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. All right, don't miss tonight's Glenn Beck special at 9 p.m. on Blaze TV, 9.30 on YouTube.com slash Glenn Beck. Tonight. The FAA this morning stopped all flights. You know, just a little glitch in the system. They couldn't communicate with planes. So they decided to stop all flights today. They were stopped for about four hours, uh, picked up again at 9 a.m. Buddha Judge is on the case, though, he and uh, Joe. So Buddha Judge woke him up first thing this morning and said, hey, uh, we got a, a total air shuttage. Uh, no, nothing's moving because uh, something happened to the computer, but I'm pretty sure that it's not terrorism or anything like that because this happens all the time anyway just want to say rest well uh pete buddha judge mayor of uh bend is it bend new bend it's south, south bend. bend south bend mm-hmm. south bend that's what it's such a big city that you just how could i have forgotten anyway um we have uh we have justin haskins with us uh today he is the co-author of my book the great reset uh and we've been working really hard on the new book i guess it's just now down to the printing uh and everything else uh i think we need a title we do you know that's something we need you need that for a book i, think. I know yeah need a title. i don't like the working title we don't need to get into it but <laughs> it, you know it is this is phase two of the great reset it's what's in play right now uh and we made some really good progress with states on the Great Reset. I mean, yes. I can't believe you and I both talked about before the book came out. This has to be understood by America. ESG has to be understood by America. And we didn't think it could happen. No. And who was it? Time magazine or somebody blamed the book uh, <laughs> yeah. on uh, on yeah. educating people about ESG. Yeah, w- without a doubt. I mean, I have heard from dozens and dozens probably hundreds of lawmakers across the country since the book came out yeah and all the the resounding uh conclusion from them was we heard a special from glenn we listened to the radio show or someone recommended that i read this book i started looking into this whole esg <laughs> thing and i cannot believe that we didn't I see this i you know i talked to jonathan Sachs. you know who jonathan mm-hmm. Sachs is really brilliant guy and i'm talking to him and he said uh, you know, this ESG thing, I had never even heard of it until you started talking about it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm listening to you. And I'm like, no way. Yeah. No way. I get your book. I can't believe it. Yeah. Well, you and I didn't know anything yeah, about I know, it. I know. And we didn't believe it when we first <laughs> exactly. heard it. Exactly. Anyway, the uh, World Economic Forum is having their big um, uh, meeting. I think it's next week, isn't it? Uh, yep. And it's their biggest ever Ever. They have 50. How many how many world leaders are going to be there? 
Oh, you have the number? I don't have it. It's hundreds. It's it, well, the world actual oh, yeah. heads of state is like fifty six, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. um, and five or six hundred corporations CEOs. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody who said, "Oh, they don't have any," yes, they do. Yeah, this is this is the group that is redesigning and controlling. Your world. Yeah, with, without a doubt. This is their big annual meeting that they do in Davos uh, pretty much every year other than the pandemic years. And uh, this year is no different than the past couple. The theme is essentially, how do we take the crises of today and build entirely new systems? That's ESG. That's the Great mm-hmm. Reset. They're not using that language because they're terrified to say Great Reset. They never say that anymore. Mm. But how do we take the crises of today, the food crises, um, the the war with Ukraine, all of these different things, and build our new system. They're very open. This is what the plan is. And as you said, basically every important world leader in Western civilization is going to be there or have a representative there, plus a bunch of ministers, plus all of the big corporations, plus all the big banks, all the big financial institutions, uh, the head of BlackRock, the biggest shareholders in the world. Everybody who has power is going to be there. If a black hole opens on Davos... A lot of our problems will be solved because they'll all be sucked into space. Yeah. And uh, we're pretty much leaderless in the Western in the Western world. Yep. Without without a doubt. Without a doubt. And so just just real quick, they they're sort of they've got several themes on their website that they they say this is what we're going for. Mm. Um, what do you think? I want you, they all have something in common. I want you to think about what they have in common. OK, we have addressing the uh, energy and food crises in the context of a new system for energy and climate and nature. All right, then we have addressing high inflation and low growth and high debt economy in the context of a new system for investment, trade, and infrastructure. Then we have addressing the current industry headwinds in the context of a new, new system, system for harnessing frontier technologies <laughs> for private sector innovation. noticing a pattern yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's a new system, see? And new is always better. And it, it goes on, uh, addressing the current social vulnerabilities in the context of a new, new system, system for work skills and care. And then the last one is addressing the current geopolitical risks, that's Ukraine and Russia and all of that, in the context of a new system for dialogue and cooperation in a multipolar world, which is another way of saying America is no longer the most important country in the world. And so how do we address this new system? We How do we build a new system around this? It's just terrifying. And they're, yeah. you know, these are the people that say um, you'll own nothing by 20 30 and i found that hard to fathom five years ago when i heard that i believe they could make it so we none of us own anything um and and basically just by bankrupting all of us just by destroying uh our our money uh and and uh and putting us all into the poorhouse and they can do that through the banking system through our currency they can also do it and are doing it through uh our energy the hokel came out yesterday and said uh there's a new uh resolution she wants to pass and so she introduced a um uh legislation to stop all new homes being built in new york from having any natural gas taps. Yep. That's, wait a minute, what? 
Yeah. I just heard about this on Monday from Richard Trumpka, who said we got this new study in on environmental studies, and it shows that uh, your home environment's really bad if you use natural <laughs> gas. Yeah. And they're already talking about banning natural gas. Yep. And then there was that story that came out uh, just yesterday, the other day before, about the Biden administration looking into getting rid of gas stoves. Right. And the po- that everywhere. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Same, same idea. Uh, all of this is part of the same movement. These ideas are not a sort of bad American ideas. These are bad globalist great reset ideas and they're all parroting the same thing it's not like you could take any policy the biden administration is doing literally anyone and you can go to almost any other what i would call great reset country mostly western western yeah in the western world in europe especially and they have either already done it or they are in the process of doing it and word for word word for word Word for word including the marketing campaigns behind them it's exactly the same thing and it's it is it is truly terrifying especially when you look at europe and you say i I don't know if that's what i'm looking for in a a place to live you know i don't know if i hang on just a second what do i need to say to get you into (laughs) buying into the european model um the uh, the thing we're going to talk about tonight on uh blaze tv my wednesday night special is something that i read about in probably 1995 and it was an article uh i can't even remember who or where i i thought of it recently while we were writing the book and i thought man i wish i had that article 1995, they were talking about an ownerless society. Mm -hmm. Somebody was way ahead of the curve. And they were talking about how um, the Internet will will um, start to shrink us down and technology will will make us into a renting kind of society as opposed to an owning society. And the question was, how will that change a country that was based on personal ownership. Yeah. And the conclusion was completely, it will completely change everything. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about in, in seven years, nobody able to own anything. You're a constant renter, which the youth say, Oh, well, that's great. That's I don't, cause I don't want to own it. It's so much easier. That means you are a slave to someone else forever. That's right. Forever. That's right. If you don't own property, that regardless of what the property is, could be your car, could be your house, could be whatever, you don't make the rules. The rules are whatever the owner wants the rules to be, plus whatever the government allows the owners to make the rules to Correct. be, right? And Go, if they're in bed together. And if they're in bed together, then it's trouble. whatever those two get together, those groups decide. And at some point in time, I think there was a certain segment of the left that realized if we could just get the corporations and the financial institutions and the banks on board, yep. we we don't need to worry about that stupid, you know, old dusty constitution thing. Who cares? It doesn't matter because, you know, we can't ban gun ownership, but your apartment complex might be able to, depends Absolutely. on what state you live in, right? Yeah. And we can decide where <laughs> where people go if, if no one owns their car, and we can decide what people eat if they don't have control over it. So it just becomes the greater you have, the more centralization you have the less freedom you have 
almost always. It's, it's essentially a rule of human civilization and history. And that is exactly what's happening. It's been happening for a while. People have noticed that it's going on, but there's, it's not just this sort of organic thing that's occurring. It's part of an actual plan that it's a plan that these people have. And as crazy as that might sound to people, just read the quotes. I mean, the quotes are all there. And that's what we had in the last book, the Great Reset book, the upcoming book that we're working on. There's a ton of information about all of this. It's it's well it's documented. Oh, you know, every chapter has like three pages of footnotes on it. There's uh, over a thousand you. footnotes in yeah, our current it, draft. It of is it, right now. it is really it's it's really, really good. Um, and we tell you what's currently happening. Um, and, uh, you know, since, since we've been writing it now for over a year and we do, we start, it's in, been about a, the, the first time we talked about it was a year ago. Yeah. Yep. Cause the book was released today. I think a year ago today, That's right. Today is the anniversary. Look of at it, the yeah. change this audience has made. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it's remarkable. Yeah. I had, a, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I had a, I had a meeting with lawmakers yesterday, uh, a dozen or so lawmakers and uh, it was a closed door thing. And th- what they came into the meeting with, the information they already understood and knew compared mm-hmm. to where we were at a year ago, nine day. They totally, they were uh, way ahead of where they p- people had previously been. They still, there's certain details and things they don't quite understand. That's why we're having the meetings to ask, to, to, to answer questions and things like that. But we are seeing people on a massive scale wake up to this issue. And I was so pessimistic going oh, so into was this. I. this. We were no both way. like suicidal when we, we <laughs> yeah. published the book a year ago. We both looked at each other and went, no way out, no yeah. way out. And you can read it in that last chapter of that yes. of the book, The Great Reset. You, you know, if you if you kind of read between the lines, you're like, they don't have any hope yeah. of turning this around. Yeah. And I do today. Yeah. I do today. Without a doubt. We had we had a meeting. I'll never forget it in your office a month or two before the book came out. And it was how do we talk to people about this? And I remember you said to me, Justin, what is the way out? How do we get out of this? We need a solution. And I mumbled some stuff and came and I said, you know, but there, yeah, there really is no solution. Right. And you said, well, we got to come up with something. (laughs) And I said, I I got nothing. Yeah. And we, and that book was published with nothing. It was educate yourself. Yeah. And then do something. Yeah, try. And people did. did. And it's, it's truly remarkable. Um, Tonight, we're going to be talking about farmland in America. We're going to touch on that and a couple of other things that are coming right now with the Great Reset. We do that in just a minute. First, let me tell you about LifeLock. These days, your personal information is floating all over the place on the internet. I saw a story yesterday, um, and it was in yesterday's show prep. If you happen to subscribe to it, it's free. You can just get it at glenbeck.com. Um, but it was a story how uh, Internet thieves, um, dark web people and, and foreign governments that are looking to destroy lives, how they are just wetting themselves over the idea of the Internet of things. And that means everything that you have in your house is connected online. It's so many ways into your life. You're not going to be able to watch everything. No one will be able to watch everything. But if you want to do uh, something that will help put you in the right place to where you have the the best protective measures, I would suggest you get LifeLock. And if they miss something and everybody's going to miss something from time to time, 
and your information is hacked into, they have a restoration team that will work to fix it with you. So call now. Get up to 25% off your first year with LifeLock.com, promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com, promo code BECK, save 25%. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Justin's going to stay with us after the uh, top of the hour. We're going to talk more. uh, And tonight at 9 p.m., we're talking about the land grab here in America and the rest of the world. You will literally own nothing. And they're going to put our farmers out of business. Meanwhile, China is buying up tons of farmland in America. And so is Bill Gates. You want big industry farms? You're going to get them. Uh, And what will that mean? So we're going to talk about the control of our food and our energy and our land uh, tonight. We have about a minute. Do you have? Some- yeah, no, I, I think one of the most important things that people need to understand is all this green energy stuff is tied in to the ability to purchase land, what you can do with it, how much land exists. And the Biden administration's policies, both to conserve land, they want to basically double the amount of conservation land in the United States and then control what people can do with it. And then also build millions and billions of solar panels and wind farms and all of that. Where do you think that stuff's going? It's going on land. It's taking up lots of the land. So this is all going to make it much more difficult for you to own your own house, your own property, to chart your own course. Which is the way Americans have gotten ahead. They bought a house. It was a good investment. And they had something at the end. Just ownership allows us to not be serfs for our, our whole life. We are literally on the road to serfdom once again. Don't miss tonight's Wednesday night special. The War on American Farmland and Ownership. Tonight, 9 the p.m. Back program.